Should we be allowing people to rip down these statues in our cities? Well, here is a quote from one of those historical figures. I will say then that I am not nor ever have been in favour of making voters of the Negroes or jurors or qualifying them to hold office or having them marry with white people. So it makes sense that people are mad and they want to rip these statues down until I explain that that quote was by Abraham Lincoln. Welcome back to the Political Deactivist Podcast. First they came for the statues, then they came for the comedians, and next they're coming for you. We're going to be talking about these statues that got taken down uh, this week, and we're also going to be talking about all the comedy series that you can no longer watch because it's not PC enough. And we're going to talk about something that I find is much more offensive than blackface. Stick around. can't believe it i feel so different i'm looking at my hands and all the racism is gone because they pulled these statues down and i just feel liberated i feel like bart when he took the head off jebediah springfield actually he felt terrible these people don't feel terrible uh and i'm not defending the figureheads of uh of the past but what i am i guess defending is history itself and the lessons from history Because that quote that I started the show with is 100% true. Abraham Lincoln said some really racist things and held some really racist views. But his statue is nowhere near being on the chopping block. And it could be because no one actually realizes he held these views at one point in time. And that's, that's part of the key is one point in time he held these views. Or they could say, well, look, the good he did outweighed the bad. So either of them... It's kind of an argument to say, well, we should have this statue and we should say, well, look, let's talk about the good things he did and let's talk about the bad things he did. He had some racist views, but he also freed the slaves. Uh, And you could do that with a bunch of those statues and you could have a, I guess, a more democratic process to which ones maybe should be taken down because, look, they didn't really contribute well to our Western civilization and that's fine. But to go around willy-nilly and just take these statues down just because, oh, they were racist. It's like you're looking at history through the prism of everything we know now. You're looking at history with the aid of Google in your pocket. The world's knowledge is in your pocket. These figures of history had their own philosophy, they had their own upbringing, and they had their own uh, world, basically. It was a different world back then. And to pretend that they had the sort of moral compass that we have today, or the ability to choose one's own moral compass, because as we've seen, no one has the same moral compass in the modern world, is just ludicrous. It would be as ludicrous as me to say, hey, look, take down Abraham Lincoln's uh, statue because he was racist. It's like, no, just as Abraham Lincoln was racist at one point in his life, so was every single nation. Every single one. Every single nation has blood on their hands. And hopefully what we can do is look at the lessons of history and say, look, we don't want to go down that path again. We want to take a different path. And in fact, in Russia, instead of taking down the the statues of Stalin, they turned it into an amusement park. It's a lesson. And my 
this sort of rewriting of history and saying everything was terrible. Really, everything was terrible. So what led you to the point now all of that was bad? Uh, it's just ignorant. It's just stupid. Uh, I remember I flicked on Netflix that uh, Tony Robbins, and I'm not a huge Tony Robbins fan. Um, I think some people just shouldn't be motivated. <laughs> uh, but I flicked on that I'm not your guru. And one of the things that struck me was when he was talking to a lady and blah, 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 blah. And you know his thing. He's like, you know, who did you crave love from more, your mother or your father? And she said her father, but she she hated her father because of this, 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 and this. But at the same time, her father's inadequacy uh, actually drove her to who she is today. And so Tony was saying, well, it's not all bad. You need to thank him for the good and the bad, just as we need to thank history for the good and the bad, as, as weird as that sounds. Perhaps not thank history for the good and the bad, but acknowledge it and say, look, we want to strive for this. We know what works. We know what doesn't work. And at the end of the day, if you still think we should take statues down, let's also take down the pyramids because they were built off slave labor. One of the hardest things in my life is dealing with the fact that my brother lost his life uh, at 27 years old. I was probably 23, 24 at the time. Uh, and that was really, really hard for me. It was really hard for my family as well. No one quite knows how to get over that. It, it's just like you stumble through it. Um, and everything seems dark. Everything seems blended. And it's all a blur. And you're really confused and emotional. And it's, it's just hard. It's a dark period. Uh, and today I'm, I'm, I'm quite well. I'm quite, quite strong. And, and I, I kind of have the tools to deal with these sorts of situations. So a friend of mine approached me. And he didn't quite know how to, to ask. So he just said, um, Randall, uh, how did you... How did you deal with your brother? And I said, I killed him. And there was a pause and then we both laughed so much that we were literally crying uh, in, I wouldn't say joy, but just laughter and the fact that I could now laugh about it and he can laugh about it and he can also approach me about it to ask me for advice or ask me how to get through the situation he's getting through. But laughter to me and joking to me opens up conversations that it's the best tool to open tough conversations, to break the ice. Uh, and uh, what's that guy's name, that one who raped a whole bunch of people? Uh, Bill Cosby. Oh, there's so many of them these days, isn't there? Bill Cosby. If a comedian hadn't joked about Bill Cosby being a creep, he was untouchable. He was absolutely untouchable. He was a family comedian, millionaire, you know, household name. And then comedians started joking about it because there'd been allegations. And no one was laughing. He was saying, look it up. Look it up. And that's where it all started. So if he hadn't opened that door, all of these women wouldn't have come forward. So when we're talking about freedom of speech and freedom of expression, to me... The people who deserve to be and should be absolutely unlimited by anything should be the comedians. Because what a platform they have, right? It's it's the one place where you can say, look, I don't really think these things. Uh, I'm just making jokes about it. 
I'm saying things that you're not allowed to say, that I'm not allowed to say in real life. And then we can kind of discuss it later if we need to. Uh, and I think that's a really great thing. But what's the specific issue of today? The specific issue is that the BBC and Netflix are taking down every comedy show that have ever depicted someone in blackface. And you might say, well, that's great. But let's, uh, let's unpack it a little bit to see what is the principle that you're standing on when you support this. So Little Britain is gone, uh, Chris Lilly's shows are gone, and The Mighty Bush is gone. Let's take Chris Lilly because he's Australian and this is an Aussie podcast, mate. So in Summer Heights High, one of the stories is that there's a, a gay drama teacher who just wants to be famous. And he sees an in when a student kills herself. She ODs and then he thinks, oh, great, you know what I should do? I should write the high school musical about her. Let's sing about how much of a slut she was and how she kills herself on a Friday night. So what is more offensive? Is that more offensive or the fact that he dresses as a Tongan boy and break dances? This is the thing that you've said, wow, that's too far. It's too far that he dressed up as an Islander boy and tanned his skin. That's too far. It's not too far to tease girls who OD'd in high school. It's not too far to tease uh, people with special needs and saying that girls in wheelchairs can't dance. It's not too far to tease people who have Down syndrome. It's not too far to tease eating disorders. It's not too far to tease any number of things. What if we moved on to Little Britain? I'd have to have a list that is like 10 pages long. And if you want to cancel Little Britain, why don't you cancel the creators as well? Why don't you get him off um, The Voice, you know, that show all the boomers love? He's one of the judges on that. Why don't you go and get rid of him there? It just doesn't make sense. I like how we we pick and choose what we're offended by on a week-to-week basis. So now it's this. It's, It's blackface at the moment. And I'm not saying it's good. I don't think it's good at all. I'm not defending it. I'm defending the the liberty of comedians to do what they want i think that's more important than our personal feelings there are heaps of comedians i hate i don't find them funny and i don't i don't like their views either but i just don't watch them and i mean what we're saying at the moment is that wow this is way more offensive and way worse than what murder there are plenty of shows with murder on them but we don't cancel them There are plenty of shows with rape in them, and we don't cancel them. And it's not always like uh, uh, good for the victim, these rape uh, shows. What about um, I Spit on Your Grave? We haven't canceled that. If I was a comedian, what I would do is uh, just tell offensive jokes with a makeup kit on stage and a stool. Just tell offensive jokes. Make sure it's at a level where people are laughing. And as I'm saying these jokes, I'll make a rape joke. I'll make a... um, I don't know, I'll make a, a, a trans joke. All of these ones that are borderline at the moment in the ethos of our time. And as I'm doing that, maybe halfway through my set, I'll start to put some black face paint on and say, oh, oh, okay, so that's where the line is. So the simple act of putting black face paint on is more offensive than rape. And of course, I'd never do that. I don't even find black face funny. I don't think it's appropriate at all. But saying something is inappropriate is different than saying something should be banned. There's a difference there. Because you might think, oh, the line has been drawn. The line is drawn at blackface. But that's not true. As I said at the start of the show, they've come from the statues, 
from the statues. Yeah, like gargoyles. No, they've come for the statues. Then they'll come for the comedians and then they'll come for you. If you can't joke about things, you can't write about things. You can't think about things. You can't post about things. What happens one day when all the Karens of the world say, you know what, political jokes are inappropriate and it, and it skews the issue and puts too much money in the water. And they cancel that and they cancel all the political comedians. You know, there'll be no more satire websites, no more of these joke news websites. The Onion will be gone. Babylon B will be gone. And my God, Fox News will even be gone. So what do I find more offensive than blackface? What do I find more offensive than comedians doing comedy, you know, sparring off each other and trying to make people laugh uh, on a on a platform where you know they're not serious? I find it more offensive when people are on a platform which demands seriousness, which demands them to tell the truth, and they lie to us. And they put on a face which is not authentic and what i mean by that is maybe you can relate when you saw donald trump holding that bible for the photo up i'm sure half of you thought that's disgusting i bet he's never read it before he's just doing that for the photo up he's not telling the truth he's not being authentic on a platform which demands authenticity to its people i found more offensive actually the democrats taking the knee wearing the african scarves I found that more offensive, but either one of them is offensive to pretty much everybody. The reason I found the photo of them all kneeling with the scarves on way more offensive is because they have hijacked an issue. They've hijacked this kind of racial tension issue and made it about the Democratic Party versus the Republican Party. They're saying, hey, we're for black people, Republicans are against them. If you go on the Black Lives Matters website, and you click donate, you're under the impression that you're actually funding this kind of movement, this civil rights campaign, and, and you know, you're actually going to clean up the neighborhood and it's going to some sort of charity. Well, actually, if you go to the fine print, it tells you where your money goes. It goes to a company called Act Blue. Act Blue. Now, so if you go to secure.actblue.com forward slash donate, you can read that Act Blue is a non-profit organization that builds tools Democrats count on to run their small dollar fundraising programs. It is to fund Democratic Party members. It is a political campaign. They have hijacked the issue and it's just been politicized. So this is why it's so offensive to me because they're pretending to care when all they want is your money, all they want is your votes. And don't forget that George Floyd died in a democratic state. Ugh, anyway, I hate both left and right. I hate Republicans. I hate Democrats. They don't have principles. They don't stand on any principles. How about we're all treated equally under the law? How about that? How about if you're offended by a comedian, you just don't watch them? How about instead of trying to rewrite the, the evils of history, you try and write a better future for us all? And how about instead of going up to a statue of Churchill and spray painting F white people on it, how about you go on Tinder and do it yourself? Yeah, which statue do you want to defile today? Oh, that one. That one? 
That one's Abraham Lincoln. What about Christopher Columbus? You like Christopher Columbus? Yeah. You said Christopher Columbus defiled the Native Americans in his quest for gold. Yeah, oh. Well, so we'll take down Christopher Columbus. No, I want that one. Okay. We'll defile Lincoln. Thank you for listening to the Political Deactivist podcast where I rant about things that are rant worthy. Uh, if you want to see our movie, go to anotherwaymovie.com. That's anotherwaymovie.com. I sound like an answering machine now. Uh, you can see bonus footage and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, it's a libertarian movie uh, about Australian libertarians. There aren't many of us, but we're growing. You know why? Because of stupid things like this. People banning comedians, taking statues down. You know, complaining about Trump holding a Bible, but not about people taking a knee with an African staff. No one has principles, but we do. If you want principles, you should go to anotherwaymovie.com and see what we stand for. Click follow, click subscribe, and we'll see you next time.